Signing clients is a privilege of being an entrepreneur, not a right. Now, this isn't to say that you don't have the right to sell. That's not what I'm saying. The right to sign clients is something that needs to be earned. And the way that this is earned is by gaining others' trust through the way in which you choose to show up. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Woke and Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you so you can reclaim what is already yours. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. beauties and welcome back to another episode of the woke and worthy podcast now we are continuing on with our theme of clarity so if you are just hopping on for the first time ever or if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes so episode 16 and 17 you're going to want to listen to those because this is kind of a mini series within the podcasts so two weeks ago we really i stressed the importance of why clarity is really fundamentally more important than being consistent in your business yes consistency is key but without clarity we don't really know what it is that we're staying consistent to and it actually creates a lack of inconsistency within your business truly if you don't know what i'm talking about number 16 you're gonna want to go and listen to that (laughs) And then last week, we dove into three areas where you might be lacking clarity on who your ideal client is. So that episode is for you. If you are somebody who has been showing up consistently in your business, and whatever construct that means for you, whether that be on your posts, doing Instagram lives, Facebook lives, in your Facebook group, um, going on your stories, and you're really, really showing up, and you're, at the end of the day, you're feeling like the effort that you're putting into your business, you're not getting an equal amount of results. It doesn't feel like it's an equal energy exchange for everything that you're doing for it. And one of the main reasons why that is likely happening is because there's a level of clarity that you still lack, or I don't want to even say lack, but there's a deeper level of clarity that you can attain about your ideal clients, what they're going through, what they want, and how to communicate to them in a way that they understand that will absolutely change the trajectory of your business. And if you're somebody who maybe even is feeling flustered when it comes to writing posts or you have all of these incredible ideas for captions and then when you go to sit down and write it, you just feel like you instantly get in your head 
you have writer's block, you don't know what to say, you write the post 10 times just to redo it, and ultimately it doesn't get posted because it never feels good, good enough. If that's you, I want you to pause this right now. You can head to the show notes or head to the link in my bio, Instagram bio, and grab my free mini course called Content to Clients. And there I am going to walk you through my step-by-step process of how I write posts. And I just want to say that last year alone, I generated over $95,000 just for my content. So when I say that I have a knack for this and I know what I'm doing, I kind of know what I'm doing. Okay, now, we know why clarity is important. We understand now why clarity and who we serve is really important. If you don't, pause this, please, and go listen to episode 17. Because today... We are now getting into clarity on you as a brand. Now, I just want to preface this to say that lots of the times as entrepreneurs, we always talk about building a business, building a business, building a business. And while building a business is an important part of it, building your brand is going to allow you to grow and scale far quicker than building a business ever will. Okay? Because... I say this again all the time, and I will say this until I'm blue in the face, but people buy you first. They buy you first and your programs, your offers, your services, your products, whatever it is that you are selling second. So if you continue to look at your business as the offers that you have, of the services that you offer, of the products that people can buy from you, you are going to continue to have a harder time building a connection with your audience because the focus is on the you your products and services as the business and not you as a brand and it's going to take a lot longer if it works at all I'm going to preface it to say that if it works at all for people to feel connected to your offers first rather than you because we buy from people. Okay. And so this gets us into our episode for today. And I just want to say this truly, that signing clients is a privilege of being an entrepreneur, not a right. That bears repeating. Signing clients is a privilege of being an entrepreneur, not a right. And we think lots of the time that just because we show up and we have something to sell, that we should have clients, right? We took the time. We made the big leap. We did that hard thing. We put ourselves out there. We hit send on the post. We talked about our offer. We talked about all of the things that we are going to give to the people and the amazing transformation that it's gonna take them to. And we open the doors to whatever the offer may be And we think, okay, I built it, and now the people get to come. But to be true, to be fair, (laughs) the process of building that connection, that trust within your community, it goes so much further than just having something to sell. Everybody has something to sell. Drive anywhere, and you can see all of the billboards turn on the TV. This is why I hate watching TV because there's so many commercials. 
how many podcasts now do you go on to? And they have not commercials, but there's selling within their podcast. Like everybody has something to sell. So the fact that you have something to sell doesn't make you special. But why you are selling it, the reason behind it and what you have overcome and that amazing inspiration behind why you created the service, created the offer, joined a product company, that is what makes you special. That is what makes what you sell special. What you have to sell isn't special. What makes it special is you. And it's time we really, really focus that and get that straight. Like I said, everybody has something to sell. I mean, go to the dollar store. Take the dollar store, for example. That's where a whole bunch of products went to die. I don't mean that rudely, but lots of the things that end up in a dollar store are things that corporations tried on, thought would work out. They end up in the dollar store because they didn't go the way that they had planned. Or all of the discounted things that you find on the sales rack at 85% off, 95% off. All the stuff that just didn't get picked up, okay? Now, this isn't to say that you don't have the right to sell. That's not what I'm saying. You absolutely do have the right to sell. Like I said, you've put in the work. You've understood who you want to create something for. You've maybe had the light bulb moment go off that you're not meant to be in corporate and there's this deep nagging in your heart that you are meant to help heal and transform the lives of others and you want to make a bigger contribution than working for somebody else's dream and that's great and I applaud you for doing that. The right to sign clients is something that needs to be earned, okay? And the way that this is earned is by gaining others' trust through the way in which you choose to show up. And this is why I said we need to really stop hiding behind our businesses and start placing the importance and the priority of you becoming known as a brand. Because there's a very vastly different, there's a massive difference. Sorry, that would have been the correct way to say it. There's a massive difference between showing up online and standing out online. And only one of those is going to get you paid. And the longer that you hide, the longer that it will take for your, for you to convert your audience. And lots of the times we hide behind our offers. We hide behind our services. We hide behind our programs thinking that they are the best thing that we have going on for us. And I get it because we create these programs that come from the absolute depths of our soul that we are so excited about because it's what we needed at one point in time. We are the mentor lots of the times that we wish we would have had. We've gone through all of the epiphanies and we're out on the other side looking back on our journey and thinking, ha, if I just would have had this support, the light bulb goes off and you say, wait, I get to be that support for somebody. Okay? 
The problem is, again, when we put the offer of the forefront of our businesses, there's no connection to us. And if there's no connection to us, the fact that people buy our offers second is why they don't end up buying from you at all. Because they don't know you. And when people come into containers, whatever type of container it is, whether it's done for you services, done with you services, a mentorship, healing, any of that, the people aren't just taking a chance on you, but there's a level of commitment, there's a level of fear that they have to work through within themselves. Because how many times when we want to take these big leaps in our lives, we're ready for change, we know that change needs to happen, and we seek out mentorship, and as soon as we hear the price, we automatically start to question, whoa, oh my gosh, well, am I, am I worthy of that? Should I be investing this money in this right now? Is this really that important to me right now? When it all comes down to themselves and if they ultimately feel worthy of investing the money in themselves. Okay. And so that's why it's not just about you when you go to sell. You're not just creating trust with another person. You're helping them solidify that trust within themselves as well. And that trust is never going to be built from your program alone. So for today, there's three levels of trust that I want to go through with you. And so the very, very first level of trust is just simply trust within your story. And this is actually something that I forget to do a lot. I think we can get, it can be very, very easy to produce content that is educational or entertaining or value-based that we often forget to actually speak about our own story. And it's truly our story that builds the most connection. And actually, as I'm saying this, in my most recent launch that I just did for The Awakened Entrepreneur, I put out a reel that talked about how I generated $95,000 from my content alone. And I talked about that process. I talked about what I focused on. I talked about what I did. And I can trace one direct sale from that reel. Literally, she messaged me right off of that reel saying, I got to know more about this. She's in the program. She's absolutely incredible. And that's the power of having our story, of sharing our story. Because so often, we like to think that we are the exception in our lives, meaning that we allow our fear to get the better of us, to think that it's not possible for me, they've been doing this for longer than I have, they have more resources, they're, they're more knowledgeable, they whatever, they have more time, they have more money, they have the whatever, whatever, whatever. We like to think that we're the exception for why things can't happen for us, why they don't get to happen, why our past circumstances and stories and beliefs and the way that we were raised and past experiences that we went through, 
why those are all the reasons that say that we can't do this. And when you start to talk about your story, when you start to be open, real, raw, vulnerable about different parts of your journey, and when your ideal client can start to say, hey, holy crap, she's just like me, or they're just like me. They start to see like, hey, maybe this can happen for me too. You start to be that glimmer of hope that if she can do it, I can do it too. We went through very similar circumstances. Her whole story that she said basically feels like she she wrote it, they wrote it word for word for me. And when they can start to see themselves in your story, you become, again, like I said, that glimmer of hope that they can do it too. And if you can do it, they can do it. And if you were where they were, that means that they can be where you can be. And that means that because you've already been through it, you know how to get out of it. And I'm in it right now. So show me how you can get, show me how I can get out of it. So there is so much power in sharing your story. And when you're starting out, depending on where you're at in your business, your story is going to be all that you have right now. And that's really, really beautiful. And it's really your story that builds the foundation of your business and why why people know where you've been, what you've gone through. Part of my story that I was so scared to talk about for the longest time, but I think it really, really speaks to just the ups and downs and the roller coaster of being an entrepreneur. But in the beginning of, was it 2020? Or was it just last year? 2021. 2021 was the hardest year that I've ever had in my life. And there was a moment in the beginning of the year, I believe it was in February or March, after I had just had my highest launch to date, I hit my rock bottom the next month because February I didn't have any sales and things were feeling really slow in my business and it just felt like a lot. It felt like it was too much and my own inner critic was coming up telling me that my business was a fluke, it was a mistake to have left my corporate job the previous year and I actually, I applied for a job. I had my moment of weakness. I would say last year that was my rock bottom when I actually hit submit. I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? And I think that way too many entrepreneurs experience those moments no matter how good their business is doing. They contemplate, what if I just gave this up? How much easier would it just be able to go and clock in and clock out for somebody else? And and some days it does feel like that would be the easier solution. But it also wouldn't bring me the level of freedom that I have. Freedom of time. Freedom to choose to work with whoever I want. Also the freedom of income. I was able to double my corporate salary my first year full-time in my business. After being told for two years that, oh, we're not giving out raises. Oh, we're going to wait until Christmas. And then Christmas came. Oh, no, we're re-looking this over. 
right? So your story is what starts that recognition of your ideal client seeing you as a real person, not this person that's put on a pedestal, the guru who's too far ahead of them, but the person who was in their shoes. And once you create trust within your story, you then want to create trust within your process. And so when I talk about process, I mean about your process, your method, your framework, whatever it may be for working with you, whether you that's the framework for a coaching container, your process in the modalities that you use to take somebody through a healing session, the process you take somebody through if you are a service provider, what are all those steps and stages? There's even processes within, there's even a process within products if you are product-based and why you would start with certain products over the other ones, why you use them a certain way. And it's really starting to build trust within your own method. And when you can start to understand within the method, again, remember that this is somebody who's connecting with your story. They've been in your shoes. They've likely already tried things that you've tried. Maybe not the specific exact steps, but it could be very similar. And when you can talk about how your process has saved you time, money, energy, stress, years of struggling to try and do it on your own until you had this perspective shift or you stumbled across this new methodology or you realized it's kind of within your process what led you to that big aha moment that absolutely changed everything for you. And I know for me, one of my huge things, and this is truly why mindset and working through and healing core wounds and past patterns and the way in which we self-sabotage is always, always, always going to be a part of my coaching. It's integrated into everything that I do because when I first started my business, and granted, when you start a business, I definitely believe in understanding strategy on how to show up, how to get your business starting, how to start posting, what to focus on, and all those types of things. And then there's going to be a point where you just, you want to scale. You're showing up, you're doing all the things, and it feels like it's not working, and you just want to know how. I just need somebody to show me how. Tell me the way, and I'm going to do it. And when you get to this first initial point, this is really where mindset becomes everything. And this is why this is really ingrained process in everything that I do. Because we will never outscale, be able to scale past the limitations of our fears. Of all the things that we're telling ourselves that we can't have, that we can't do, why it's not going to work out, why we don't feel worthy, why we don't feel like we're good enough, why everybody else feels better than, our, our, than ourselves and what we have to offer no amount of strategy is ever going to change that. And that's why 
the mindset component is so, so critical. Also makes sense why I completed a complete program, Woken Worthy actually, my signature program, for healing through that. And it is one of the most transformational programs I have ever created. And the results that women see when they come through that is it blows my mind every single time. So that's why, and even within the Awakened Entrepreneur, which is focused on scaling your business and building consistency within your business to grow month after month after month, really the keys that you need to scale to six figures. Mindset is still a core component of that. And I have entrepreneurs in there that have had their businesses for years and they go through the mindset work at the beginning like, wow, dude, I didn't even know that it was the fear of success that was holding me back. I didn't even know I had this many money blocks. And these are all women who've been committed to their healing. That's why the healing, we never stop healing. We just have the opportunity to understand ourselves at even deeper levels of self-awareness. So that's a huge part of my process. It is. The other epiphany that I had, here I was looking for all this strategy, looking for all this strategy, and it dawned on me. I was trying to use this copy and paste, one size fits all strategy. And the strategy that we're taught to start our business isn't going to be the same one that scales our business. And this is where I really, 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 really understood the importance of creating creating a custom strategy because we all have different energies. We all like to show up in different ways. There's different pieces and parts of our businesses that light and excite us up that wouldn't light or excite somebody else up. And so if you are being forced to fit yourself into a mold of building and operating your business one way, you're going to end up burning out. You're going to end up completely hating your business. You're going to end up contemplating if this is what you're meant to be doing. And you're going to feel so much resistance to your business. I know because that's exactly what I did. And so within my process, within the Awakened Entrepreneur, That is a fundamental pillar of what we do is crafting your own unique business strategy. This is exactly what I do with all of my one-to-one clients as well too. Creating your custom strategy so that you can work less and make more and start really enjoying your life. I hear so often like the main reason that many of us create our businesses is for more freedom. And we find that we end up working ourselves back into a corporate nine to five. Like, what is the point? And this is my zone of genius, my zone of excellence that I work through within my one-to-one containers. So that's all part of my process. If you're like, Jess, that is what I need. I need my own process. I need to understand clarity within my messaging. I need to understand clarity, how me, myself, and I as a brand stands out. This is all checking off the boxes. I do have spots open for my one-to-one containers. If you are looking to find your own unique messaging, to 
understand how you as a brand stand out online and how to communicate that through your content to consistently attract your dream clients to you, applications are in my bio on Instagram or you can send me a message as well. Just putting that out there because those spots are still open and they'll be open for think another four weeks before we start shutting those down. So do not hesitate on those. Okay, I digress. Now, we go into the third level of trust. And honestly, this is within you. It's within your leadership and your results. I know what you're thinking, like, Jess, well, what if I'm still trying to get clients? What if I don't have any results yet? How can I use that? You get to be your own social proof. Never forget that. Like I said, we've already talked about creating trust within your story. If you can create trust within your story and people can connect to your story and they can see all of the phenomenal results that you got as a result of taking yourself through your own process, your own framework, your own methodology, and you are now where they want to be, your results and your story speaks for itself. They can see, they can put themselves in your shoes because they related to your story. And that's what gets you being seen as a solution to being the only solution. And I want you to ask yourself this one question. I want you to ask yourself, and truly, please think about this, okay? I want you to ask yourself, would I buy from me? And I don't want you to just answer yes because you think that that is the right answer. Because it has to be the only answer. So take an honest inventory of how you're showing up. Do you feel like you're holding information back for whatever reason. Maybe you were taught that you can't give your best stuff away, people have to pay for it, whatever the case may be. Maybe you're even scared of showing your expertise because maybe deep down you don't feel like the expert when you go on social media. But I promise you, for a person who's a couple steps behind you, you are the expert. Do you feel like you show up and you give enough value? Or does it feel like a struggle to get on social media every single day? Maybe you don't know what to say. Again, if that's where you're at, this is a clarity issue with likely in who you serve and how you stand out and knowing how to communicate it. Exactly what we do in my one-to-one containers to help you have that confidence in mastering your messaging so that your messaging sells for you. And with the levels of trust, like I talked about, within having trust within your story, do you share your story enough? Do you share what you've been through? Can you paint the picture of what's possible for them when they say yes to themselves and yes to you? And this is all to say that our offers don't sell themselves. We love to think that they do, And maybe, and once we have enough testimonials and results and stuff, sure, you can put that up and the offer will sell themselves. But it's us who sell our offers. And every single time that I 
get feedback when a one-to-one client leaves one of my containers. The number one answer for what, what about Jess attracted you to her? It is always, quite literally, always my energy. Okay? So what happens when your offers aren't selling? Lots of the times, wholeheartedly, people don't see the value. Okay? Doesn't mean that your offer, what you have to offer, isn't valuable. It just means they don't understand what the benefits of the transformation are for them. That was the next point that I had here. Do they actually understand what the benefits of the transformation are? And with this, with people buying you first and your offer second, your ideal clients need to see you as a brand, you as their coach, as their mentor, as their healer, as their OBM, whatever it may be. They need to see you as the solution and your offer as a vehicle to their transformation, not the other way around. This is exactly why I said at the beginning of this podcast episode that we need to start seeing ourselves as a brand, not as a business. They are, yes, both, but stop hiding behind your business and start standing out as a brand because people buy from people that we trust. How many times, and just think about the things that you've bought, whether you have invested in your business, whether you've invested in your healing journey, you likely didn't just show up and hand over hundreds or thousands of dollars to somebody that you didn't feel like you didn't already know, right? You wouldn't just hand over two grand, three grand, four grand to somebody that you know nothing about and from a sales page that you only read once. Not gonna happen. And even with this as well too, when we think about the way in which we buy, are you somebody who's likely Are you somebody who's likely to go and try a restaurant or see a movie that somebody else recommended to you, a friend or a family? Oftentimes, you will, right? Because if somebody that you know, somebody that you trust likes it and you value their opinion, you yourself are likely going to go and try it. And so that's that, that's why trust is so, so important. And establishing that trust within you as the leader, as the mentor, as the coach, as the consultant, as the service provider. And when they have that trust within you, the trust within your containers, the trust within your offers become effortless. It really does. And that's where your results get to speak for themselves. That's just like a bonus within everything. And so how do you start doing this? What are some ways that you can really start, again, standing out in the industry instead of blending in? And so I want you to look exactly at that. Look at your industry. See what are some of the common messages that are being portrayed to, by others? And how do you as a leader view things differently? 
maybe there's a certain healing modality that you use and there's a different approach that you take to it that you've never seen anybody take before. And this is actually a perfect example is my client Mel. And so she's a Reiki practitioner and she works, she has, she works with humans, master Reiki. She also has, uh, she's, oh my gosh, words just certified in pet Reiki as well. And she thought for herself, she said, well, why don't I offer art and Reiki? It's like, wow, that's really cool. Because she herself has said that whenever she has gone to her own Reiki session, she feels self-conscious just laying there. She's worrying about what's coming up, about what's going on. And she's recognized that whenever she's in her creative mode, whenever she's painting, when she's drawing, when she's coloring, anything like that, she is so relaxed. And she thought, hey, what if I could mold those two together where a person can work on their art, they can do something and be creative and still get the benefits of healing without being in their mind. They can totally be relaxed and in their bodies. And so that's a way that she does things differently than anybody else does in the industry. It's really freaking cool. So in what way do you see or view things differently, okay? Another way that you can start to stand out is understanding what is some of the advice that is being given that you absolutely cannot stand, truly. It, as soon as you hear people saying it, it makes you just freaking want to go on your Instagram stories and just rant about it. Not call the person out, we're not doing that, but what are what is that advice? What would that advice be for you? And for me, one thing that I'll say over and over again as well is that there's a lot of reframing beliefs and just choosing a better feeling thought and not necessarily toxic positivity, but just diverting ourselves out of the emotion and not allowing ourselves to feel the emotion. And the truth is, We will never allow ourselves to heal and understand our core wounds if you keep trying to bypass them. Positive affirmations, reframing negative thoughts are never going to heal the root cause if you don't understand where it's coming from. That is a huge thing within all of my containers, within all of the healing I do, within the EFT sessions that I do, is understanding the root cause. Because until you understand the root cause, you are just putting a band-aid over something that is never going to go away. So what would that be for you? And then with this too, why is your way, again, your way, your process, your method, your framework, the best way for your ideal client? taking into account that you've likely tried lots of the same things. You've done so many things that you thought this has to be it. This is going to be, this is going to be the strategy. This is going to be the coach. This is going to be the product. This is going to be insert whatever they believe that it is. That is going to be that magic pill where everything clicks and things finally start to work. Only for them to do it and feel let down, bummed as hell because they're back at square one. So what are some of those things that you've tried, both you and your ideal client, 
And because of it, it is why you specifically do things differently and found a better way to do it, which again leads me into why your way is the best way for your ideal client. And when you can start to understand this, when you can start to create trust within your story, within your process, within your perspective shifts, within your legacy statements of your business, legacy statements for those of you, I talk about this on and off, I don't do content pillars. I hate them. I believe content pillars are meant to fit us into a box. And so I build legacy statements because you're not just building a business, you are here to build and leave a legacy. And it's your legacy statements that has all the things that I talked about here today that starts to set you out as an industry, as the industry leader that you are, where your message doesn't blend in, but your message, the way in which you curate your content, the way in which you speak about your opinions, the perspective shifts, how you do things differently, where you really start standing out and drawing the line in the sand of being the go-to coach in your industry. That is exactly what I want for you. If you have no idea what, where to even begin to find that, seriously, stop right now and go fill out an application for my one-to-one spots because I promise you the amount of confidence and clarity within your brand, within your content, within your messaging and how easy it feels, business will have never felt easier. And not only that, you're going to have the consistency and the con- the clients and the consistent income to prove it. You truly will. So I hope this brought you an extra level of clarity in understanding how you stand out. So stop this, go back, re-listen, write notes, go back and do these prompts over and over and over again and allow this to be become ingrained in your messaging. Because we, it's not that we have to keep saying things in a different way. We don't need to go wider with the concepts that we are teaching. We need to start going deeper, a deeper level of understanding so that you become that light bulb moment for your ideal client, that they become your client. That is the power of what we are doing right here. So thank you so much for joining me again this week. And I'm excited to see you next Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at I am Jess Quasney. We'll see you back here next week.